Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eastly Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Hamidas of Fantasy Football Podcasts. My name is Christian Brito. I'm not sure what happened to my voice when I said back, but joining me as always is Mr. Dale DeMott. What's up, Dale? What's up? Today is a nice, fun podcast. We are going to go over some news. We're going to talk to Ray Austin of the FCFL, which we've been talking about a ton lately. Um, that's a really cool interview coming up. We are going to talk to Christian's father. Um, for He's actually calling me on the phone right now, but uh, I'm going to just call him back later on the show. We will call him on the show. we got a very important question to ask him, so stay tuned for that. Is it a new segment or not? I don't know. We're, we'll let's see where it ends up. We'll let, um, we'll let our fans, our listeners, tell us if it's good or bad. And uh, besides that, if you're listening to us for the first time, if this is the very first time you ever listened to Eat Sleep Fantasy Football Podcast, what can they expect, Christian? Listen, Eat Sleep Fantasy, otherwise known as Eat Sleep Football, if you heard yesterday's show, okay, we're a little bit different. We're fantasy football with a twist. We're like those hints of lime chips, right? We oh, got a little bit those. of hint of, uh, of course you do. Um, we're, we're just a little bit different. We're going to have fun along the way. You're still going to hear your news. You're still going to get the stats. You're going to get everything you need to maybe win your fantasy championship. At least you're going to make the playoffs. Okay, we'll say that. So Mm -hmm. you're going to get all that stuff, but you're going to have fun along the way. We're going to try to and probably fail at entertaining you. And we're we're just going to have fun. Fantasy football is meant to be fun. And we're just trying to bring that back. And dick jokes. Yep, a lot of dick jokes. Sorry, I had to throw that in there. And I didn't say it in the sentence, so... If you missed yesterday's yeah. episode, I started Dale's Music Box. I'm playing a new artist, a new song, every podcast. At least I'm going to try to for the people who give me permission. And I already have a pretty nice catalog ready to go. Uh, so today's Music Box is going to be at the very end of the show, so stay tuned. I got pretty good feedback on my pick yesterday. I, I didn't think it was a bad song by uh, Jay Zach. I think that's how you say his name. I thought it was a pretty good song at the end of yesterday's show, and today uh, we have a pretty good one too. So I'll uh, I'll fill you in on what all that is going to be at the end of the show. Dale's music box. Dale's music. We need it. Can I get a box. jingle for that? I don't need a jingle. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm making a jingle for my call with uh with my dad. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a jingle that I already made in preparation for this call. Yes. But uh, I'll make you a jingle for Dale's music box. It's probably just going to be me singing Dale's music box. Over some sort of track. So, Can you do it over the Rugrats theme song? Sure. I like that theme song. Ding, 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 okay. ding, 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 ding. That is ding. not how it goes. Yeah, something like that. You want to try again? No. Uh, let's go right into the news. Big, big news wow, here. we actually are going to get right into it today? Yeah, right into it. Big, big, big Why? news. Okay. We got an action-packed episode, and I'm, I'm just trying to fit it all in. Hey. Cody Kessler. Okay. That's what she said. Cody Kessler was basically booted off his team for Juice Stanton. 
Once the Cleveland Browns acquired Drew Stanton, they sent Cody Kessler packing to the Jacksonville Jaguars right. for a conditional late round draft pick in 2019. Um, doesn't really mean anything to anybody. He's Blake Bortles' backup. He doesn't have much of a chance to do anything for the Jags unless something happens to Bortles. You agree, disagree? Can we move on? Uh, yes, we can move on right after I say this just leads me to believe the Browns are indeed drafting a quarterback, which everybody already knew. Well, they, they signed Drew Stanton. They're, he could, he could yeah, be are you future. serious? <laughs> the, the Browns are using their top pick in this draft to draft a quarterback. I hope so. I hope so. But they're the Browns. You never know. Okay. All and right. tight, tight end news. Adam Schefter reporting. Fine. Maybe they use their fourth pick to draft a quarterback, but I don't know why you would do that. Right. Unless you're the Browns. Right. Benjamin Watson is signing with the Saints on a one-year deal. Interesting. Very interesting. interesting. Uh, he will be opposite of Kobe Fleener. I still think Kobe Fleener is a tight end to own in this offense. Although Benjamin Watson, if you guys remember, he uh, does have a history with the uh, Sean Payton offense and uh, fairly successful with Drew Brees. He wasn't uh, Jimmy Graham, but he was he did okay as a tight end with uh, with Drew Brees a few years ago. Right. Is this any I mean, threat? I mean, 74 catches, six touchdowns, 825 yards. Okay. Look, he wasn't lighting the world on fire. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I I don't trust Kobe Fleener. I will never trust Kobe Fleener. You know how you have this thing with, uh, what's his face, Chase Daniels, that you always like that guy? Yeah. I always didn't like that guy. We should make a shirt that said, I always like that Fleener. guy. Wait, is that kind always, of... Um, yeah. I never liked this guy. Never liked that Kobe Fleener guy. <laughs> yeah. Kobe Fleener feels like... Um, I mean, this reference is not going to mean anything to anyone anymore, but uh, the type of guy who would rent like a VHS and not rewind it, mm-hmm. that's Kobe Fleener. Yeah, probably. He didn't. He wasn't kind. Kobe Fleener is the type of guy who will take all... Man, these are incredibly outdated references. Um, he will take all the ice cubes out of your ice tray and not refill it. Yep, he would do that. You're right. I mean, I can go on, but I feel like mine are going to be worse than those two, so I'm not. What are yours? What? What What were yours? I was going to say, uh, Kobe Fleener seems like a guy who would walk in your house and not wipe, uh, not um, shuffle his feet on your doormat before walking in. Yeah, that's just rude. Hmm. You, got, you had another one for us? Uh, Kobe Fleener is like the guy who touches your sliding glass door in your house and doesn't wipe it up and it just leaves a big handprint on your sliding glass door. He's that guy. Kobe Fleener is the kind of guy that you text him and he calls you back. Kobe Fleener is the kind of guy that would walk in your house and rile your dog up and let him shed everywhere and be okay with it and not apologize. I, I got I got it. I got perfect Kobe Fleener description. You ready? I'm ready. Kobe Fleener gets in the 10 items or less express lane with like 17 items. Mm-hmm. Typical. All right. Um, so I guess, look, we did news. We kind of are con- contractually obligated. We already did everything that we told you we would do. So you want to call your dad first or do you want to interview Ray Austin first? Let's call, your um, dad. let's call your dad first, and then we'll end the show yeah, with Ray Austin. Let's, let's quick call here to okay. my dad. 
Cereals. Ranking Cereals. With Poppy. Ranking Cereals. Cereals. All right, so we got we got my dad on the line now. So, Poppy, what is your 20th favorite cereal? Oh, the Raisin Bran. Raisin Bran. Right. There we have, there you go. have it. All right. Thank you, Poppy. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> All right, that was short and sweet. Um, Poppy bringing the fire. I, mm-hmm. I don't I don't like saying Poppy like that, but I feel like I have to for the uh, yeah. wider people. Right. The sorry, the non Hispan the non Latinos. Latin I mean it works for both. What's right. hey, look just say people who don't speak Spanish. Right. right. Uh your dad his his English is pretty good. You were making it before uh, you were making it seem like it was way more broken than what it is. He's not bad. I mean hmm. sure. Okay. I only speak to my dad in Spanish, so I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, good job. We'll get back to him. Are we going to call him every single episode or what? Yeah. Let's. For, we, I need all top 20. Okay. All right. So I need that. all top 20 cereals. Okay. All right. Raisin Bran. Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be really generic cereals. That's okay. Like, there's not going to be any, any curveballs in there whatsoever. No, your dad is a prototypical, like, quote unquote, real man. You know, he's a blue collar worker. He just, he wakes up in the morning, he eats a light breakfast and gets to work and doesn't concern himself with cereal. Because cereal is yeah. kind of like for... Meanwhile, like, I'm the type of guy that eats cereal as comfort food. Yeah, exactly. And your dad, Actually, and your dad doesn't have, your dad doesn't have comfort food. Your dad yeah, just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so My dad would be like, you want comfort food? Go cut the grass first or yeah, something i don't know exactly that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly go mow the lawn <laughs> yeah exactly um all right cool so we have ray austin coming up here is there anything look we already we pre-recorded this interview uh i, I like the interview i think it was a good one we went out I like we how went you're saying pre-recorded like it's ancient we just did the interview yeah seconds before we got on air right, right. yeah that's okay, okay. all right well, good stuff right. from right here. So stay tuned, listen up, and uh, oh, and I don't forget I have the music box, Dale's music box at the very end. All right, on with us now via the one eight hundred Eat Fresh hotline is Ray Austin. He's a former NFL player. He played in uh, XFL. He's a model, actor, and he's involved in this new concept that you guys heard us uh, talk about the last couple of weeks, the fan controlled football league, which we'll get to in just a couple of minutes. But uh, first off, Ray, how you doing? Thanks for joining us. Man, I'm good. I'm out here in the La La Land. Uh, just just been doing a lot of traveling and just uh, happy to be here with you guys, man. Awesome. Ray, um, I do want to talk a little bit of NFL, and I do want to get your opinion here. NFL yesterday instituted a new rule here with their change to the catch rule, simplifying some of the language for the refs, making it go back to how it used to be where the receiver no longer has to survive the ground for it to be called the catch. So my question you as a former DB, what do you think about this move? You think it's a good move? Man, I just, I, I'm just so sick of uh, 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 they, they just keep holding these panties for the quarterbacks and the wide receivers. I mean, I'm a defensive <laughs> player, so I get so tired. You know, I know. Don't get me wrong, I'm just playing, but I know 
know this is a you know it's a it's a it's a touchdown type of the NFL is a touchdown type of entertainment. People want to see catches, they want to see touchdowns, they want to see touchdown dances. They don't want to they don't want to see pass breakups, you know. So I right. get that. I think I think at, at this point, you know, it's it's the athletes are changing so much that you know it's almost kind of like they are handcuffing the defensive backs in every position. From you can't get your hands on them, can't do this, you can't do that. You got to make sure that you look up, can't. Can't you know? We can't tackle a certain way, and it's gotten very difficult, I think, to play defensive back these days. Right. And uh, you, but you know, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a great, fan, you know, a good fan of it because it, it just puts so much, much controversy on every, every play. Like, like think about the millions of millions of dollars that was lost both of those in both of those games. You know, I know, I know, it, we both, we all know what what two, two plays we're all, all talking about. So yeah, think about the millions of dollars of all those two plays and all the disgruntled fans from that. So. I just say, you know, keep it as it was. You know, catch a ball in your hands and then end up in the end zone. Period. If you drop it, it's dropped. If you touch the ground, it's done. It's done. Yep. So I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of it because I'm a defensive guy. So there, there's my two cents. All right. Fair yeah. enough. Uh, after moving on from the uh, NFL, Ray, uh, you went to the XFL. I want to know a little bit about that, and uh, this might be a I don't know, novice question, but was there a really noticeable difference of talent as far as like the speed, strength, and just overall football ability? Did you really did you no, see that big not, difference? No, not at all. I, on, on my team, I played for the Chicago Enforcers, and on my team, I had nine NFL players, and, and you know, five of us played over five years. So. You know, when people say that, you know, the, the, the talent was not the problem. The stadiums were not the problem. The fans were not the problem. The football was not the problem. The management was a problem. It was it was put together very, very fast. It was we didn't have a lot of uh, time in camp. So if you if you if people who really follow the XFL, the first three games were just crap, you know, because, right. you know, there was just no synergy with the players. We were all thrown together in Florida to go practice for a few weeks, and then here's your product, you know. But as the as the year went on, you start seeing everyone jail together, and then that's when everybody decided. Every all the fans were like, "Oh, this is just football," right. and it, it wasn't what you know Vince had put out there that it was going. People thought it was going to be the WWE, and he tried all these 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 these, these ideas. Some of them worked, and some of them didn't. Sure. The problem is, I just thought that it wasn't organized at, to the, from the top to the bottom, and it was a lot of risk taking. But the football was there, and I have to say, out of the the time I've played football my entire life, that was one of my favorite years of playing football. Awesome, good enough. Nice. Yeah, right, I gotta, I gotta know here who was the, was there anyone? Because okay, you got the pro athlete mentality here. Was there anybody that was the scariest dude, the guy that's on the opposite? side of the field maybe or even on your own team or something that you just didn't want to run into yes and his name was john avery and i think a lot of people i think if john would have really you know focused on football i don't know if a lot of people remember him but he was a scat back uh for old miss and he was a first round draft pick to the denver broncos i think and he didn't stick a little, a little while he had a little some some small field issues but when i tell you dynamic he was I've I've seen and watched and done some things with Devin Hester uh, in, uh, when when he was in Chicago, and he was that type of electrifying player, and he he could have been that in the NFL. I just think he just uh, he just had some bad breaks, but he was that guy. I was like, I don't want anything to do with that guy. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a hard left turn here. 
Um, as I mentioned in, in, in the, as I mentioned in the opening, John is also uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, Ray is also an actor, and he was um, cast in the reality TV show Hundred Days of Summer. I don't know if uh, I'm, I'm not sure about the ratings, so I'm not sure if everybody is aware of that show or not. But I definitely watched a couple of clips. I people know I'm a huge reality TV fan junkie, TV fan. You don't say. <laughs> um, so I I want to talk to you a little bit about reality TV and just. What was the experience like, I guess, and how did you how did you end up on the Hundred Days of Summer? Is this something? Um, I don't know. I, I, I just want to hear a little inside information here. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So, so, so the Hundred Days of Summer, the Bravo came to Chicago, and and, and like you guys said, I was I've been an, I've been an actor for 14 years. Um, I'm still on shows like Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and actually I played uh, John Holloway, who's Cookie's father on Empire. Yeah. But I had done the before. All, all that to uh, happen. I had done the Bravo show, and uh, work, <laughs> working with Bravo is an experience. It's a, it's a, you know, most of their shows are kind of female oriented if you think about it. And right. um, I, we were, we were, you know, getting into it. We knew that this was about, you know, what you were doing. What would businesses or entrepreneur type of things were you doing where people could connect to that? But you were also a young entrepreneur in the dating game in Chicago, trying to make some things work. And literally it was your summer or how are you going to make that work? Yeah. And when you look at the people, the cast on the, on the show, a lot of us didn't know each other personally, but we knew each other, which was very interesting. Right. And so when mm -hmm. they put the group together, I was like, Whoa, okay. That person's on here. Okay. And I, I, you know, when you, you know, the, the social, the social scene in Chicago is, is very uh, young business. And so you go to a lot of the great, you know, restaurants and, you, and you're always running into the same crowds in the clubs and whatnot. And so, thing, you know, people get to know you from that. And, 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 and when I look back at that, at, at that experience alone, you know, I think people go, man, you know, reality is scripted and it's, it's not scripted. It's they are waiting for you to forget that you got a mic on. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. OK. And then. You just you for you forget yourself, you know. And people say, "How is that even?" That's not even you know impossible for you to forget that there's a camera light. You will forget camera lights around because they're not in your face. Sometimes they do kind of. They're very quiet. The productions are quiet because they they want to see things happen. And you know, so the, when I do say scripted part, there is a scripted part of the, the show where they have to explain what happened. So yeah, you have have to go. Oh yeah, I was in the club yesterday. So I was in the club. I was at the club because <laughs> the person invited me, and he invited me because of this, and I didn't like her, and she was there. And so you have to explain what happened when that happened. And and when I say ninety percent of the time it's all organic, it is because let's just face it, uh, the reality TV shows have a lot of alcohol on them, so right. they are waiting for you to be <laughs> you. And, and I think the more you're you the more people will, will like, you. right. You know, or, or like in a sense of uh, not even say like, I would say be, be uh, uh, connected to you. Cause every, if you think about all the people that are on those shows, they try, they, you have to even meet with a psychologist. Every person has to meet with a psychologist. They do that on purpose because they want to have different personalities in the same group. Right. If you have 10 of the same people, then you're not going to have a show. You have to have diversity, that diverse people, you know, black, white, mean, quiet, loud, you know, so it works. And, sure. and that's, that's, you know, that was what I, I really got a, a very social experience about the whole thing. And like, wow, mm -hmm. 
I didn't, I didn't think I'd blow up. And I, I was, and I was one of the guys that blew up, you know, so it, it happened and, and I enjoyed it. I absolutely enjoyed it. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, just looking at the clips, I'll be honest, I didn't get a chance to watch it. So, but watching the, the little clips of the, the season, uh, it seems like, you know, there was a hot girl, there was the, you know, crazy one, and there was a frat boy, and then there was, like, the cool one, which was you. So I think, like, if if it all worked out for anybody, I think, it would, like, you just look like the, the, the cool character of, of the whole crazy cast. So I think it, it might have worked out for you. Man, and it was it, it, <laughs> it was fun, and in, in, in it was great. Afterwards, I have to say, uh, being in Chicago, really, people, it, that was one of the things like oh yeah you do yeah you got and i was like oh that's kind of cool you right. know yeah, then you go to la and nobody knows you so <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, i i enjoyed it i made some some very, very i actually to do, do, do so funny the, the one of the other guys the guy that i actually got into an altercation with he and i are actually good friends right now so yeah i mean christian here talking on the 1-800 eat fresh hotline I gotta ask, since you said about the different personalities, how's your relationship with Hamida these days? Oh, don't ask him that. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, Christian, I'm gonna call you afterwards, bro. I got some. You, you don't have to answer that. I'm back. You know, no, no, I will. It's you, you know, I've, I'm, I've moved on. I've, I'm happily married for years. Oh, okay. And, wow. Congratulations. Yeah, Hamida, Hamida has moved on, and she, you know, I had ended up getting her signed to my agent. Uh, the, the, the same agency that represents me, and man, she's become she's flourished as a model. And what what people don't realize, her being she's a shorter person, you know, she's a short shorter girl. So being a model at her her height, her being able to still work is is phenomenal. So I got nothing love <laughs> for it, man. I'm hope, I'm glad that she's doing well. Okay. All right, all right. Sorry, sorry to bring that up. Okay, on a more serious no, note, <laughs> I kind of want to shift back a little bit to sports. Uh, you dedicated. I, I imagine, are you the type of person that dedicated your life trying to, you know, get into the NFL, get into professional sports? And then if that is the case, what was your life like once you got out of professional sports? Man, let me tell you something. Everybody always asks me, and yeah, they ask every, you know, they think that every college player makes it into the NFL. And I said, no, I tell even young kids, I didn't get into the NFL because of the way I played in college. I got into the NFL because I made that decision when I was eight years old. It's one of those things that when you when you are and if you gotta think, think about NFL players, you got yeah, like literally think think about the not the time that they get drafted or the great career they have before. Think about all the years before, the hurdles, the injuries, making making the grade in college or high school, you know, the ACT and then going to college, not getting in trouble in college, staying healthy in college. There are so many hurdles, and those hurdles are put in that that place for that main reason to to weed out the people that need that 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 can do that job. And so when I t- when I tell people, and, and and I've used that same blueprint, and it's funny you say, you know, what are you doing after? I, I've used that same blueprint that I did uh, uh, in, in in football. I knew that it takes time to 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 grow. I knew I knew I knew it took time for me to get the place where I got to. So. When I jumped jumped into acting and modeling, I wasn't I wasn't the, the man in you know the first two, two, three, four, five. I had to I had to grow. I had to I had to learn. I said I spoke at the NFL PA convention in Vegas last week in front of all the NFL players about uh, my new project, and they asked me they were like, man, how how are you able to continually re- recreate yourself? And I said, well, I just use the same same process I did when I played football. The more reps I get, the better I'm going to be, and right. and that and that. It's also the failure because the failure is a part of the progress. I think people, Absolutely. I mean, I, 
I, I tore two knees, I, I MCL, uh, twice, uh, Achilles, uh, 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 tore, tore my rotator cuff, labrum. That's a part of the process. It wasn't because, oh, I'm injured, I, I can't play anymore, or what's going to happen. It weeds the people out. And that's what, what true success is. It, success will weed out the people who truly want to be successful. Yeah, awesome. Wow. Yeah, man, that's that's great stuff. All right, uh, now get to the sweet stuff. The FCFL, the Fan Controlled Football League. Uh, our audience has been hearing us talk about it for a couple of weeks now. I'm really excited about it. Um, basically, it's an indoor football league that is based in Vegas. Is that correct? It's going to be based. Everything's based That's in right. Vegas. Yeah. Uh, and yep. the fan, the fan can control everything from picking the starting quarterback to calling the next play, basically. Uh, tell us just a little bit about a little bit more about that, Ray, and uh, and what to expect uh, coming up. Man, look, me, 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 and my partners are rethinking football for the digital audience. We are, we are saying football has changed so much. You're dealing with a different fan now. Back in the day when I grew up, and you know, you guys were probably watching me with your dad. You had a hot dog and a, <laughs> and a ham, you know, a, a coke in your hand. Dog, you didn't yep. know what was going on, but you. Yale could dad Yale. This is a different fan now. This yeah. fan now is he's, he's leaning forward. He's looking at his his his, his uh, fantasy stats. Then he goes home and then he goes play Madden. Then as he's playing Madden, he's got NFL Network going on at the same time. You have a fan that's a strategic fan now. He's trying to understand the game more so he can be more engaged, and that, that's what we're doing. So in 2016, we bought an indoor football team and we allowed the fans to run it. We allowed the fans to pick the, the location. They picked Salt Lake City, Utah. They, they picked our logo. They picked the Screaming Eagles. We even had live coaches interviews. I had a handful of coaches, indoor coaches, that I interviewed live and let the fans look at the videos and, 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 and ask them questions, and they picked the coach that they thought should be good for our team. We then allowed them to use streaming uh, 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 platforms like YouTube and Huddle where they could actually scout players, send us links, and we would talk about them weekly. Like, I would have weekly uh, meetings with our scout fans. We even had Corey Chavis from Draft Nasties come in, former player, Vanderbilt, Arizona Cardinals, came in, talked to our, our fans about strategically how to scout players, knowing that hey, they don't have to be 6-1 and 4-3. They could be 5-9 and run a 4-5 but runs great routes and got good hands. You know, so we taught the intangibles of scouting, and and from there we built it. The, we developed a mobile application that allowed fans to call the plays in real time in the stadium or at home. So, and, and wrapping all that up, we had we, we did our first year with the indoor football league. We were six and eleven, new franchise, okay, okay? Right. six and eleven, right. and and we our our fans were the third top offense in the IFL, and the quarterback that they selected out of who they found on YouTube was the rookie of the year. So that showed us that not only fans can create a great brand of a team that can call plays, they can hire, and they can scout, and they can even strategically call uh, call plays in, in real time. Switch the gears to uh, the other side of football, which a lot of us in, in, in don't even probably understand, we'll never even get the chance to understand, but we had a situation that happened with a former – uh, all pro Greg Hardy and Greg, Greg, uh, he, he reached out to me and my, my uh, CEO, so Ralph Rudy, his agent did and said, you know, Greg wants to reignite his, his career. And we were getting tons of publicity at the time, GQ, Forbes, Fortune, New York Times, ESPN, name it. And he was like, man, I want to reunite my 
beer. Maybe I can go play with those guys. You know, some of us were okay with it. Some of us wasn't. And we said, you know what? Let's be organic and sincere, sincere to the brand and put it up for a vote. I know, right? I was freaking out. <laughs> it, it had 11.57 at night. 51% decided that they did not want him on our team. On one end, you had, play, you had people calling in going, man, come on. It's football. It's indoor football. Let the man play. That happened three years ago. Right. On the other end, you had people uploading the picture of the girl he assaulted. Sure. So now you've 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 allowed your fans to make an executive decision that NBA NFL teams have to bank on a daily. Right. What happens if my corner, my starting corner, gets a DUI? What happens if my starting running back? gets in a domestic violence suit, how do I deal with it? Well, guess what? We know the fans don't have any say in that. Right, right. But in this league, we will. They do. Wow. Interesting. Awesome. Yeah, that yeah. is that is that is beyond interesting. That is that's innovative and and um it's 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 truly creative and and um and Chris, we live in a world now that if you don't adapt I, 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 I don't mean to cut you off, and I, 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 the greatest part of what we're doing it makes it very unique because you, you, again, you got the XFL popping up, got this new league popping up, you've got all these new leagues popping up doing what? The same, same thing. Yeah, they're absolutely. they're regurgitating football. That's all they're doing. They're just coming up with an, what another to place to watch football. This is different. This is for the digital audience. If this is global. Right. We had over a hundred countries involved with the football team in Utah. And the great thing that we're doing that takes us to the next level is we're putting the entire league on the blockchain. So I know that gives everybody crazy. They're like crypto, oh, wait, you need cryptocurrency and all that. But if you really understand what the blockchain does, it creates a transparency. So it's, a, it's basically a public le- digital public ledger. And it lets everybody understand and knows that uh, where this is, everybody's on the same page. So going back to the, the, the Greg Hardy situation, when the fifty-one percent said he didn't want, they didn't, they didn't want him on the team. The forty-nine percent said, "Man, you guys rigged the vote. That was crap. You guys are just doing sure. it for publicity." Right. And we said, "Wrong. That's not what happened." So now, when we put it on the blockchain, it makes every vote transparent. Makes our our, our team, our league, and our company transparent, so everybody knows that their vote is accounted for. That's awesome. Amazing. That's 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 the way everything said it especially technology and and sports are starting to head that way as well it's it's becoming a world where you have to innovate you have to adapt and you guys are a hundred percent doing that over at fcfl so Um, sorry christian just one more question i don't want to get too much in the weeds and too much in the details so the the team over in utah are you bringing them over to vegas and are they going to be a team yes yeah absolutely absolutely it's going to be the first they're already there it's the first team in and we're going to allow the fans to create the seven new teams from scratch okay so so, they, so the utah team they they have a little bit of a leg up then because they they played together a year now and and uh, they have that going for them at least right we're hoping so <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're hoping that, I, I that's that's my that's the american team for me that's my team i'm gotcha. I, I you know i am i'll be the commissioner but i'll always kind of be you know uh you know cheering for those guys it's 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 so it's an awesome opportunity because it it connects it makes the player a digital player now. Like the one thing that I you know taking some some things from the the, the XFL when we were playing, you know we're going to now now the technology is there where we're going to mic the player up. We're going to have different points of views with the cameras, helmet cameras, and and last year last year when we had our, our games, we had two drones shooting all the the the, the, the uh, filming all the plays and then you got that bird's eye view that madden view that you yeah. wanted 
awesome. uh, that you see on the video game. You know, so we're trying to innovate every aspect of what we're doing and making this a digital, a digital creation. Like when you come to an you, when you log into an uh, FTFL uh, a game, you are sitting there ready to go. I'm ready to be engaged the, the entire time. We 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 are now going to have like we want our players. Now, how cool is it? Is you know, I love, don't get me wrong. I love my name being on the back of my jersey. My so does my father. But sure. how awesome would it be as a brand, as a player, to be able to expose yourself? by putting your Twitter handle on your name, like almost kind of like in the XFL. When you think about the XFL, who is the only player that you think about? He hate me. <laughs> exactly. Why? <laughs> because he was the one who, who, who understood how to brand himself. So we want to encourage our players, man, put your Twitter handle on your jersey because then when you're playing, you're going to have your fans engaging with you on a constant basis. We just signed a deal with Amazon Twitch. Twitch is going to do all of our live streaming so now the fans will have or the, or the players will have their own twitch channels so how about if i'm a player and I'm, I'm i'm engaging with my fans and my fans are tipping me because they're engaged i'm engaging with them and and being a part of their eco they're being a part of my ecosystem and i'm being a part of it yeah that's awesome that's really cool uh for those of, of you that don't know uh, it's fcfl.io where else can they get information on on this ray Man, you can go to uh, fantoken.network. That is our, our website for our token. You gotta check that out. You can join our Telegram, which we got over fifty-five thousand people all over the country, and they're talking. And that's fan underscore token. I'm sorry, excuse me, FCFL underscore fan underscore token. That's our Telegram. And you can uh, reach out to me on all my social, Ray Austin thirty-six uh, on. Everything and if you follow me, man, I'll follow you back. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm going to go Absolutely. ahead and you in a second. Yeah. Um. So Ray Austin here on the one eight hundred Eat Fresh Hotline. Last question before we let you go. We got to It's a, a fantasy football show. We got to have you rank something because that's all fantasy football shows are about. So we're gonna have you rank the race. Okay. Put these guys in order: Ray Romano, Ray Charles, Ray Allen. I would say Ray Allen. All right, that's number one. Who's 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 the, who's the close second? Romano or Charles? Ray Austin. Ray Austin. You forgot that one. There you go. Come on, man. Are you serious? Oh, that's 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 one A one B with Ray Allen up there. All right. All right, Ray. Well, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Ray. I'm a big fan of Ray Romano, though. So I'll let him squeeze. There, there you go. There you go. All right. All right. Awesome. Again, Ray Austin here. Uh, appreciate you coming on with us, man. Uh, hopefully, we'll talk soon again and um, and talk more about this uh, FCFL. Man, it'll be great, man. Power to the fans. Definitely. Awesome. Thanks a lot. Have a good night. And we're back uh, again. Thank you to Ray Austin. Definitely check out the FCFL.io. Uh, for more information, follow him on all the uh, different platforms that he mentioned uh, just a couple of seconds ago. Christian? Guys, we're getting really close to draft time, really close to the launch of our new EatSleepFantasy.com. Please, if you want to be a member of Eat Nation, check out what you can get on EatSleepFantasy.com. We've got different packages. Our draft kit is going to be absolutely loaded with information, player profiles, videos, anything you could want is going to be in that draft kit. And 
If you have any suggestions on things that you want to see in the draft kit, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at EatSleepFF. We are more than open to hearing what you guys as the listeners want to see in that draft kit because that's who we're making it for. Yep. So have- reach out to us on Twitter Look, at EatSleepFF. Redraft, half point PPR, full point PPR, dynasty, auction. Uh, is there anything else? Or is that it? I'm, Serial I'm rankings. Yep. Uh, cereal rankings will be in the draft kit as well as my favorite barbecue Disaster restaurants in the scales, United States. Actual injury ratings, mm-hmm. like player profiles, like I mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, beginner guides. Yep. It's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. I'd say probably over, mm, if you printed everything out, you're going to have over probably 80 to 100 pieces of paper at least. So just my beginner's guide is over 20 pages. So, yeah. you know, you're... It's more than way more than that. A thousand. It's probably a thousand pages. Probably less than a thousand okay. pages. So it's more than a hundred, less than a thousand. All right. Uh, our the music I'm playing today is from Roland, R O W L A N. I will put him in the description as well. This song is uh, called "Born Hustler," so stay tuned. Ooh. Yeah. Now for Christian Brito, my name is Dale. Thanks. Mom ingrained me with the words She always told me I was perfect Son, go get what you deserve There's winners and there's losers Stay upon the former king By your tongue for not a soul And fuck opinions till it stings out See, ain't nobody gonna hand you no help and ain't no cosigns and label, mom, I did it myself. Ain't no complaints on my side, ain't no excuse I could blame. I cut the grass to view the snakes, but yet I treat them the same. Remain in humble case I stumble, yet they still say I change. Now force my hand, I let it spill until they brain rearrange. An artist of the century, a man they told you look up. The one that swing his words like Spartan swords, so God say enough. I never stop unless he say so, I'm not the one to unleash. Producers, hail Mary, my DM, please just snap on my beats. Cause I'm the one, nobody like me, no one's like me, that's facts. I'm all drive, I change the standard every time that I guess hey, I work to find the finer things up in my life So I hustle I work to find the finer things up in my life So I hustle hey, I work to find the finer things up in my life So I hustle I work to find the finer things up in my life So I hustle I said I'm D-Rock with the lyrics, I shoot everything walking I'm all precision, bad decisions, taught the language I'm talking I'm chalking white lines for the labels who said I never turn heads The type of dudes I leave on scene cause they once left me on red Peeping phantoms, taking meetings at hotels out of budget Private face-to-face encounters that the cameras make public Sitting down with Gary V, putting the bullshit aside He said you found your lane, so grind, it's just a matter of time Don't ever sugarcoat a thing, cause that don't help no one's dream They want success or they want sympathy, it's just how it seems I'd rather not smile fake I'd rather keep it on Gary I flick the switch and hit the lights And see who shines when it's scary See there's a reason that I'm here Then form you leg with faith I look mistakes right in the face And tell them show me my place And you should try to track me down And see the places I'm going And every vlog on the tube Should get their soundtrack from rolling hey, I work to find the finer things up in my life So I hustle I work to find the finer things up in my life So I hustle I work to find the finer things up in my life, so I hustle. Mm. 
I work to find the finer things up in my life. So I hustle. 